This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's partly cloudy, 41 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday, the 4th of January, 2023. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We'll have sunny days and clear nights for the rest of the work week. Today's high 53, tonight's low 35. Now, Thursday, we get some gusty winds to go along with our sunshine, a high of 53. Winds calm back down Thursday night, a low of 33. And sunny and windy on Friday with a high of 58. Overnight Friday, a slight chance of rain. We'll see clouds move in, a low of 47. Could see a shower or two and some partly sunny skies on Saturday. A little bit of gusty winds then as well, a high of 63. Rain chances won't be with us long, though. By Sunday, partly sunny and a high of 54. And the first part of next week looks pretty nice. Sunshine high in the mid-50s on both Monday and Tuesday. Right now, partly cloudy and 41 at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day. It's Brad Harville at Arkansas Craft. Obituaries this morning. Joe Ralph Halbrook, age 87, died Monday, January 2nd. Funeral service will be this morning at 11 o'clock at the Harris Chapel with Brother Dwight Scott and Brother Bob Birch officiating. Burial will be at Old Hickory Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time. Josephine Teresa Hankey Long, age 86, of Moralton, died on Sunday, January 1st. Visitation will be Monday, January 9th, 1 p.m. at the Harris Chapel, followed by a service at 2 p.m. Burial will be at Elmwood Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. In lieu of flowers, the family asks that donations be made to the Conway County Care Center. Savannah Christine Merriman, age 21, died on Wednesday, December 28th. She is survived by her son, Boone Marcelli of the home. Her parents, Christy Marcelli of Plummerville and Sean Merriman of Greenbrier. Grandparents, Bonnie Marcelli of Plummerville. Great-grandmother, Dovey Nolan of Fordyce and five sisters, among other family. The family will announce services at a later date, arrangements, by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Larry Alonzo Wilson, age 76, died on Monday, January 2nd. He was married to Margaret Ann Moix Wilson for 55 years, was pastor at Solid Rock Apostolic Church for 36 years, served the city of Apollo as alderman and mayor for 18 years, was a member of the Army National Guard. He is survived by his two sons, Todd Wilson and Mitchell Wilson, both of Apollo, four grandchildren, and eight great-grandchildren, among other family. Visitation will be 1 p.m. Thursday, January 5th, at the Solid Rock Apostolic Church, with services to follow at 2 p.m. with Brother Robert Moses, Brother Terry Long, Brother Larry Pierce, and Brother Tim Copeland all officiating. Burial will follow in Wolf Cemetery in Apollo by Nils Rosewood Funerals and Cremation of Moralton. 734, partly cloudy, 41 at the KVOM studios. On our way to a high of 53 with sunshine today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. 
Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch at 735. We have partly cloudy skies, 41 degrees at the KVOM studios. Investigators with the Perry County Sheriff's Office are diligently working the case of a missing person. Sheriff Ricky Don Jones says Spencer Clark was last seen at a hotel in Moralton before Christmas. Jones says Clark checked into the hotel December 21st and checked out on either December 23rd or 24th, leaving his personal cell phone behind. The sheriff says investigators are working to obtain security camera footage from the hotel along with information from Clark's phone. If you have any information on the case, you're asked to contact the sheriff's office at 501-889-3309. Three separate winter storms, including one in March, along with extreme heat and drought in the summer and bitterly cold temperatures to end the year, were all part of the unusual weather pattern for the local area in 2022. The first major weathermaker for the year produced two inches of snowfall on January 15th. Less than a month later, Another two-inch snow event occurred in early February. The year's most significant winter storm happened March 10th and 11th, when four inches of snow covered the ground in Moralton. There were no recorded tornadoes in Conway County in the spring or fall severe weather seasons, but there were 39 confirmed across the state in 2022. That list includes an EF1 in Pope County on March 6th, an EF1 in Faulkner County April 11th, and two EF1s in Yale County on November 4th. As Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart notes, the year started wet through the spring, but quickly dried out in the summer and fall, when most of Arkansas endured one of the worst droughts the state has experienced in decades. Went way too cold, way too long, way too hot, way too quick. Weird, uh, really weird year that was tough on a lot of entities, a lot of folks, a lot of agriculture. It was, uh, had a tough year. The city of Moralton had a five-week stretch with no recorded rainfall that began June 12th and continued through July 16th. Late summer and early fall was an even drier period, with a total of only a half inch of rainfall measured in the city between August 24th and October 15th. The city of Moralton ended the year with 48.04 inches of rain, a second consecutive year with below-average rainfall. Despite three days of extremely cold temperatures just before Christmas, 2022 was a warmer-than-normal year across the state, The low temperature reading of 2 degrees December 23rd was the only day all year in which the low temperature in Moralton was in single digits. Conversely, the city had 18 different days in the summer with the temperature reading in the triple digits, including five consecutive days in early July and six consecutive days in late July. The hottest day of the year was July 8th, when the temperature in Moralton topped out at 108 degrees, the city's highest recorded temperature in 10 years. A Pope County judge who was suspended without pay for 15 days in August for a long pattern of misconduct and rude treatment of defendants in court is retiring from the bench. The retirement of District Judge Don Bourne will be effective January 7th. In addition to his suspension handed down by the Arkansas Judicial Discipline and Disability Commission, Bourne agreed never to run for judge again, though he was allowed to stay on the bench through the end of his current term, which runs through 2024. The JDDC said complaints were still being raised against Bourne after he returned from his suspension. In a release issued Tuesday, the commission said Bourne's retirement would make the new investigations started since his original sanctioning moot and that new charges would be formally dismissed when the commission meets later this month. 
It's been nearly a year since Asa Hutchinson announced his WINS initiative for his final year as governor of Arkansas. Each letter in WINS stands for a pillar that Hutchinson has focused on to boost Arkansas to success. Workforce training, infrastructure, new economy jobs, and strengthening Arkansas families all aim to push Arkansas to being the best place the state can be and to help Arkansas win. To keep Arkansas moving forward, Governor Hutchinson notes it's important to focus on the four pillars of the initiative. The future success of our state demands that we improve the training of our workforce. Our infrastructure is the backbone of everyday operations in this state, and it is worth investing in to create a better quality of living. In terms of new economy jobs, we expanded our high-tech jobs from the steel industry to software development. Lastly, but certainly not least, are the pillars of my WINS initiative, strengthening Arkansas families. Over the past year, my focus has been to give families the best chance of success and to protect Arkansas children from child abuse and crime. As we embark on a new year and a new era in Arkansas, Governor Hutchinson says he's grateful for the wins the state has had in 2022 in improving workforce, investing in infrastructure, creating new economy jobs, and strengthening Arkansas families. Now 741, let's check our market report. Here's Samantha Cassidy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, markets started off 2023 on a soft note, with equities closing modestly lower, led by declines in the technology and energy sectors. Bonds, on the other hand, rose as the 10-year Treasury yield moved notably lower on the day. Gold was higher, and oil prices fell below $80 per barrel. All told, the holiday-shortened trading week kicking off with a cautious tone, despite good news from a cooler-than-expected inflation reading out of Europe as markets remain anxious about the outlook for growth and the implications for corporate earnings. The Dow closed at 33,136, down 10 points. NASDAQ closed at 10,386, down 79 points. Volume was heavy as 959 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a closer look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was up 33 cents at $18.74. Bank of America was up 39 cents at $33.51. Darren Company was down $4.47 at $424.29. Energy Corporation was down $3.37 at $109.13. Under Armour was down $0.03 at $8.89. Simmons Bank was down one penny at $21.57. Regions Financial was down $0.09 at $21.47. Southwestern Energy was down $0.35 at $5.50. Tyson Foods was up $1.35 at $63.60. Walmart was up $1.81 at $143.60. Live Ramp was up $0.20 at $23.64. And her public group was up 48 cents at $33.79. Next to her energy was up 23 cents at $83.83. Natural gas was down 46 cents at $4 even. Precious metals were higher. Gold was up $19 even at $1,845.20. 
Silver was up $0.12 at $24.16. I am Samantha Cassidy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street in downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, Moralton Med Spa, located at 110 East Railroad Avenue, across from the train depot in downtown Moralton, will host a ribbon-cutting and open house Friday morning at 11. The Arkansas Game and Fish Commission is holding a hunter education course January 10th, 12th, and 13th, 4.30 to 8 p.m. at Moralton High School's cafeteria. Registration is required. Attendees must attend all three nights. For registration information or more questions, call 501 251 1083. Registration for the Moralton Parks and Recreation Women's Volleyball League is underway through January 17th. Individuals or teams may sign up at the Moralton Community Center on Harding Street. For ages 16 and older, the fee is $250 a team. The season begins January 23rd, and for more information, call 501-354-4122. Registration also underway for the new Adult Dodgeball League, put on by the Moralton Parks and Recreation Department. That registration continues through February the 3rd. It's for men and women 16 and up, $150 per team. Games will be played on Thursday nights beginning February 16th. You can sign up at the Moralton Community Center, and for more information, call 501-354-4122. We want to take a moment and thank you for tuning in to KVOM's Morning News Watch, and we also want to recognize that not everyone can listen at 730 So that's why we've made the broadcast convenient for everyone by making it available on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 7.45, 7.45, partly cloudy and 41 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on Close Up, we'll visit with Justin Moore, the UACCM Coordinator of Business and Industry Training. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Hey, Vion's News Watch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Senior Cheyenne Kemp scored all of her game high 16 points in the first half, and Marlton's senior girls basketball team ran away from Clarksville in a 61 29 victory over the Lady Panthers in 4A4 conference action Tuesday night in Clarksville. Lady Devilogs had a 17-2 lead at the end of the first quarter after Kemp scored eight straight points to close the quarter, including two on the Dixon Family Dental Big Smile play of the game. Up top, they set a screen for it. It'll go straight to the basket and lay it up and in, and that will close the first quarter. Senior Cameron Real, Cameron Real added 14 points, and junior John Brockman followed with 13 for the Lady Devilogs and improved to 5-0 in conference play and 15 and 3 overall on the season. Marlton's boys improved their record to 12 and 5 overall, 5 and 1 in the 4A4 conference with a 73-36 victory. Devlogs had a 30-point lead at halftime thanks to a 31-point second quarter highlighted by the Dixon family and old big smile play of the game courtesy of Junior Malik Pleasant. 
takes it away from Freeman. Pleasant leading the break and lay it good and one. Nibbledog junior Isaac Wood came off the bench to knock down six three-pointers and lead all scorers in the game with 18 points. Junior Yahir Ross added 15 points off the bench and junior Corey Mosley put in 13 for the Devil Dogs. Marlton returns home to continue conference play on Thursday against Walgren and games will broadcast live on KVOM. One of you senior Sam Reynolds broke his own single game school scoring record, dropping 54 points on Lamar Tuesday night in the Daredevils' 77-68 non-conference victory over the Warriors. That total tops the 52 points that Reynolds scored in the season opener against County Line. Senior Tyler Gottsponer added 10 points in the win for the Daredevils and improved their record to 16-5. In the senior girls game, Junior Riley Gottsponer scored 18 points for Wonderview, but Lamar got the win 80-57. Junior Layla Terry added 16 points, and Junior Anna Ford scored 10 for the Lady Daredevils, who fall to 13-7 with the loss. Wonderview won the Junior girls game 32-22 behind 20 points from Kaya Simmons. Wonderview continues non-conference play against Concord on Friday. Junior Emerson Holzman scored 16 points to lead Sacred Heart Senior Girls to a 47-34 victory over Westside Greer's Ferry in a non-conference game Tuesday night in Marlton. Junior Callie Gottsmoner added 10 points for the Lady Knights and proved their record to 12-6 with the win. In the Senior Boys game, Sacred Heart lost its seventh straight game, 84-75, to fall to 6-13 on the season. Sacred Heart won the Junior Girls game 28-26 behind 10 points from Maddie Roman. Westside won the Junior Boys game 46-23. With Friday's games at Nemo Vista postponed, Sacred Heart will be back in action on Monday at Mount Vernon Enola. For the first time since joining the league in 1992, the Arkansas Razorback Men's Basketball Southeastern Conference home opener features a matchup of two ranked teams. Number 13, Arkansas host number 20, Missouri, tonight in a 7.30 p.m. contest from Bud Walton Arena. Take a look at weather now on this Wednesday, and we have... Got humidity at 100%. West winds at 5 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 29.93 inches. Low temperature this morning, 40 degrees. High yesterday was 74. A year ago today, the low was 23. The high was 50. Now we're in the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 1.96 inches. Our sunset this evening is 5.11. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 7.20. And forecast calls for sunny skies today. A little bit cooler than we've had the last few days. High near 53, then mostly clear tonight. Low down to 35. Sunny and 53 again on Thursday. Upper 50s expected on Friday. And then a slight chance of rain back in the forecast on Saturday. Right now we've got fair skies, 41 degrees in Marlton at 7.51 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. It is 7.55 now on KVOM. We're joining our close-up interview this morning by Justin Moore. He's the coordinator of business and industry training at the University of Arkansas Community College at Marlton. Good morning to you, Justin. Good morning. Thank you for having us. You bet. It is good to have you in this morning to talk about 
business and industry training programs there at UACCM, and it's kind of our listeners know kind of in general what uh, you know what the business and industry training program is all about there at the college. Sure. So at UACCM, we have several different options for training. Um, one of our most recent one coming up is our heavy duty equipment operator training. Um, the class will go from February the 6th through February 17th. Uh, normally what we do on that is three pieces of equipment in the past. The equipment that we trained on was the Mini X, the Skid Steer, and the Backhoe. Uh, also the students will receive forklift or telehandler training, uh, flagger, and OSHA 10. Um, the th pieces of equipment really depend on availability right now. Um, everything kind of depends on what kind of equipment we can get our hands on. Uh, the deadline to sign up for that will be January the 25th by the end of the day. Okay. Uh, that's a two week long, it's 80 hours. The cost of that class right now is $2,000. Okay, all right, and that'll, uh, again, that'll, that'll take care of all the, all the heavy equipment training they need. Uh, they'll be ready to, re ready to go in, into the field and work then at that point. Absolutely. We, we have several business and industry partners that are sending their employees through our program to train them to come out and work for them specifically. So Okay, good deal. And is that limited to a certain number of uh, participants? I, I think we try to keep it somewhere between six and eight. Uh, okay. That way they each student gets their one-on-one -on -one attention and plenty of time to operate the equipment. Um, they're not just operating simulators. They're actually out there on a mini X and a skid steer, a you know backhoe, a bulldozer. Sure. All right. And uh, college did recently get a pretty good grant for that uh, heavy equipment training, didn't we, they? We, we are in the works of receiving that grant to where um, students won't have to pay anything to go through that training. Okay. But they uh, for now they uh, for this current upcoming section that two thousand dollars a fee for that. Okay. Yes, sir. All right, and also do some uh, drilling training. Is that, is that a new program? That Our directional drilling is our newest program that we have added. Um, this is per the state. Uh, a state grant has covered this. Uh, we actually have just hired our instructor. We're planning on going live um, toward the end of this month, beginning of February. We've already, we already have all of our equipment uh, for that. Uh, so just watch the website. We're hoping we're hoping for the first of February to start for sure. Um, that that will consist of there will be a forty hour core for that class, and then at that point students will have the option of th three different pathways. Uh, at UACCM we will cover the directional drilling. Um, there are a couple other schools that'll cover aerial. Um, there's another school that'll offer tower as well. Um, this, like I said, the state funded this, so the first year of this program is completely free. Mm -hmm. um, it's a great career to get into. Um, I know there's some very good money that to be made with this uh, career. Once you've passed that 40-hour core, that's uh, three weeks long, 120 total hours. Um, right now, we're backed by Ditchwich and Vermeer. That's the uh, equipment that we are using on that one. All right. And uh, Justin also CDL program, which I know is very popular at UACCM, and that uh, have classes kind of ongoing on that, don't you? Yes, sir. So our CDL program, we, we normally stay booked up from three to four months out. So anybody interested in that really needs to come in, fill out an application, um, get your name in on for the next opening we have. 
I'll tell you the one class that we are adding is a class B uh, CDL and that'll be in April. Uh, this class B will not have a passenger endorsement so this is more for your people that are wanting for like a tanker endorsement or something like that. Um, we are feeling for it. We, we do have business and industry partners as well for this that are having us train their employees for class B and class A as well. Mm -hmm. um, but our class A is staying pretty booked up solid right now. All right. So you want to kind of get on a waiting list for that uh, CDL program. Uh, yes. But if people need more information on any of this, where can they, where can they find that? Um, you can call us at 501-977-2189. That will reach uh, Jennifer Holloway in our uh, Workforce Development Office, and we can get you more information. All right. Good deal. Justin Moore, Coordinator of Business and Industry Training at UACCM. Anything else for us this morning? I, the only other thing I can think of is we are uh, in the last week to register for our real estate classes. Um, I, I just remember that. So uh, anybody interested in becoming a licensed real estate agent uh, can contact us and we can walk you through the process on registering for that class. And that, start, that class will start um, two weeks from tomorrow. Okay. All right. Justin Morgan with the Business Industry Training Program there at UACCM. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. It is 8 o'clock now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.